Welcome back to AM the Relationship Series. Today we're gonna have my brother and my sister, Ashley and Travis Barnes, uh join our podcast. So I'll go ahead and leave the floor to you all. Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you said, my name is Travis. Um I'm a minister, youth minister at First Baptist and um I am a husband, and I am a father of one newborn, five months now. Baby uh, Maddie. Baby Maddie. <laughs> um, and I am a website builder slash editor support type person at um, Dominion Enterprise in downtown Norfolk. Um, and I'm Ashley, of course. I am a full-time mom I don't think you have to be a part-time mom um <laughs> so that's like there's one, some out there that amen to that <laughs> um so that's like three jobs in itself I am of course a supporting loving wife um I am also an exercise physiologist for a hospital so I work with cardiac patients so that's my other full-time job so busy 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 okay Nice little bio about Travis and Ashley. So um, our first question on the podcast, and we ask this to pretty much every couple that we've had so far. How did you guys actually meet? Um, I get, He's cueing me to go. So <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. What do we start? So funny story. Um, we actually have been knowing each other for about 10 years now believe it or not I met Travis my sophomore year in high school and he had just graduated from high school like the year before so um with that being said we kind of met I don't want to say a blind date but it was kind of like a blind date so <laughs> two of our best friends decided that we should all kind of get together so they were seeing each other and I think we had met up at the mall and ended up going to Travis' house. So I was just like, oh, okay. He kind of piqued my interest. I was like, all right, he got his own little little crib going on over here. Um, but of course, you know, the crib won't go in to get him anywhere. I was still playing hard to get. So we kind of did our little mingling ever so often on and off. Um, and we became really, really good friends. And so it's just been kind of history since then. We've been up and down, but never official until uh, 2013. So it's been a little bit. Yeah. She left out some details. Oh, my gosh. You know, she she fill us in on the details. She was fiending. But no, was... <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like she said, we met kind of toward, uh, well, with our mutual friends and we hung out for a little bit. We became real good friends, and, you know, it was kind of like we hear from each other every other year or so. Um, but we had went, I think it was about two years, we had went without communicating at all. And um, it was at a Norfolk State game, which was the Labor Day Classic in 2012, which I think was like the last one until recently, um, that we bumped into each other and we weren't really well I wasn't thinking about her at all I just got a relationship and I was ready to be single and just kind of mingle and be to myself or whatever but 
I was there to have a good time and just chill. And as I was going to the concession stands with the bros, uh, she popped in my mind. It was like, it's just crazy if I see Ashley here. Don't know why, but it was random, but whatever. And lo and behold, as I come, you know, down to concession stands and stuff, there she is. And I was like, hey, Ashley, what's up? Uh. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we held, we held a conversation and stuff. It was good seeing her, you know, like I said, it had been two years. Two weeks later, I had to slide in the DMs and um, Famous. whatever. <laughs> and ever since then, uh, it was this history. You know, we caught up. We started dating 2013, got engaged and married. Now we have our beautiful baby girl. And y'all have been married for how long now? Three, Three years. years. Three years. And y'all was dating for how long before y'all actually got married? Year, year, and, a year and a half. Year yeah. and a half. Okay. So how would y'all say, um, like, how is marriage different? Like, how is y'all relationship being married different from when y'all was just dating? Well, with marriage, for one, it's uh, definitely a lot more commitment. Um, it's no longer about you. It's no longer about what you want, necessarily. Um, but it's more about what benefits the entire family, what benefits uh, the household. Um, as the male perspective, you know, I'm considered the head of the household you know I gotta I'm a leader you know um so I have to make sure I'm providing I gotta make sure I'm setting examples I gotta make sure that I'm treating my queen <laughs> with the utmost respect now with dating um you're working towards that you know what I'm saying like you have that goal and you have that mindset but with dating you have a little bit more freedom as far as do I want to stick this through? Mm-hmm. You know, do you know, is that you're trying to figure out the person um, in marriage. It's like, you're still trying to figure out the person, but you already know who you with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you, you, you learn each other every day. You know, she's looking at me like I'm crazy, <laughs> but you learn something new every single day, which is why in my, in my uh, perspective, it kind of, refreshes the relationship keeps the uh, relationship fresh and everything Mm, yeah Yeah. (laughs) i i agree for the most part i think if i want if i could add something i would say that for me i feel like once we got married i didn't it allowed me to grow and actually learn who i was once i got married a little bit more Mm -hmm. and it's funny because you know a lot of people will say well, you need to make sure that you know yourself and that you grow and find out who you are before you give yourself to somebody else. Yeah, that's true in a sense. However, I feel like you don't truly know yourself until you are really committed to someone else. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the other person brings things out of you that you never even knew you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just think with marriage, it's it's growth within yourself just because you you learn new things about your own self you learn new things about that person um but with dating you you learn yourself in a sense but you really never know how much you've missed out on or how much you've been lacking in a certain area until I feel like you're married because that person just can seem to bring that characteristic out of you 
Yeah. That's very true. Good and bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> they, can get, they can get on our nerves sometimes and bring the beast out of us. So, yes. You're like, oh, I didn't know I could get this mad. Right. But, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. So my next question is, how has being a minister, um, Travis, well, since we know that you're a minister, how has it impacted you all's marriage? Uh, well, I will say this. As far as the the church part, when I say that, I'm saying like the job and work part of being a minister. Mm-hmm. It has blessed us in a sense of learning how to balance. And that's with me, learning how to balance time and um, balance what's more important um, the f- main thing that I have to remember always is that family is the first ministry right. and um, you know the Bible in the Bible if you even go to the Bible and everything God created family before he created the church and you have to take care of home first before you can go and take care of anybody else um, and that's one thing that I've had to remember now um as far as the more spiritual side, kind of outside of the church work and everything, um, being a minister has really blessed us and blessed me because it really shows it really shows how God kind of ordains marriage and ordains that rib for you, for me at least. Yeah. And you know, there's only it takes a special person for one to even be with a minister. I'll say that all pain. Everybody can't be with a minister. Everybody can't be with anybody who's heavily in church and stuff all the time unless they're really called to be there. Yeah. Um, and Ashley has definitely been that person to, she makes me better in ministry and she makes me better, of course, at home and everything. Um, she has been the most supportive wife that I can ever ask for. So she, uh, being in ministry helps me see that and it also helps me see how to love um, you know, understanding God's love and stuff like that, it helps kind of see how marriage works in that aspect aspect as well. Because uh, our love is supposed to, or it does, for at least for me and Ashley, and I'm, I know for you guys as well, it it reflects how God loves. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, with forgiveness and um, with uh, forgiveness, you know, grace, mercy, all that stuff. Man, it's been times, you know, Ashley be ready right at my throat, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> by the end of the, by the end of the day, you know, she's like, I still got your back. I still love you, you know. You get on my nerves, but at the end of the day, you're my husband. Right. And that's how God, you know, feels about us as his children and stuff. So ministry has definitely given me a light on relationship, but also it can uh, be a hindrance when you don't have that balance as well. Yeah. What about you, Ashley? Like, do you feel like it's impacted your marriage? Oh, absolutely. I would be lying if I said it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just because for me, I always told myself, so I grew up as a Jehovah Witness. I'm not sure if everyone knows oh, that really? kind of aspect of re- religion. Um, my dad is a Jehovah Witness. So it was kind of tough growing up in that area. So I always said once I got married, I would not want to marry a preacher, a minister, someone so heavily (laughs) in the church (laughs) because I did not want to have to go through, you know, some of the things that I experienced growing up as a child 
being raised uh, with a father who was a Jehovah Witness. Mind you, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it was just a, it was a lot and it was different. And my dad was always in the church, always doing things, you know, not home as much because he was so invested into uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, that's not for me. I'm not doing that. It's about the same thing as marrying somebody in the military. They're not home. No. <laughs> Here I am today. <laughs> married to, to a minister, minister. <laughs> God so, you know yeah and it's like the things that you think you don't want God is like no you are the person for this because you already been through this so this is exactly where I'm going to place you um so with that being said being a wife married to a minister is definitely hard um I feel like it's it's hard when you're married to somebody who's invested so much into anything, even if it's just their career. Um, but when it comes to ministry, it's like sometimes ministry can take up your entire life in a sense, because you invest so much into the church. And sometimes I think ministers and preachers and a lot of people who are really involved in the church feel like they need to be a people pleaser mm-hmm. or a yes man. Yeah. Um, because they want to make people happy. And that's definitely Travis left in the death, but he likes to see people happy. He don't like to disappoint. He likes to support. And that can kind of be a downfall in a sense because people take advantage of that. So being on the other end as his wife, sometimes I have to be that no person for him Mm -hmm. to say, okay, no, this is enough. Okay. No, you just tell him that you can't do it. Um, So sometimes, you know, God sends you that person to kind of help you get that balance. And I feel like that's exactly what I'm here for, for him. Um, so it's it's definitely a challenge because it gets frustrated on my part because I feel like I'm nagging him all the time. Like, you need to come home earlier mm-hmm. and you got all these meetings and, you know, but at the same time, you have to be understanding yeah. because you never want to make it seem like you're going against the work that God has placed for him. Right. Mm-hmm. so um that's that's definitely a battle but you you gotta be so, whether you're a husband or a wife go ahead Musa. i was saying I, I feel like sometimes you might just have to be selfish yeah exactly and you know it makes you feel bad yeah. but at the same time it's like somebody gotta do it right yeah, yeah. so it, it's definitely hard but i mean you just you pray about it and you gotta pray together but i can say one of the things that i've definitely learned is I think in the beginning I tried to rely on Travis's faith alone because I felt like I wasn't there yet and I wasn't ready and I didn't want this role, this position. And I was trying to rely on everything from him. Um, but I had to grow spiritually on my own before I can figure out, I guess, what exactly it is that he's doing, why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> That's true. Okay, so my next question is, do you feel like it's a spotlight on your marriage um, since you're heavily in the church? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely because, well, for one. Who's watching me? Baby, <laughs> being the baby of the church, quote unquote, the baby of the church. Um, and being, a, as they call it, a son of the church. Um whoever I was talking to, you know, Musa knows, whoever stepped foot or close to me was like, well, you know, in the spotlight. 
And poor Ashley, I had to get her a code name at first before, you know, I had to ease her into the church because scavengers. <laughs> you know, because church family can stay they can they can chase people away. And I knew she was the one. You know, I, I heard that loud and clear that she was the one for me. So I had to ease her into the church family and <laughs> ease her in. She didn't even sit with me. At first she used to sit uh with my best friend's grandma and stuff and like you know, she didn't sit with me. And, you know, she eased her way in. And then, you know, everybody, this is Ashley. And, um, I mean, ever since then, it's just like, yeah, definitely a spotlight. I mean, as soon as we got married, before we left the reception, they were trying to figure out when the baby's coming and stuff like that. So it's it can be a headache. Uh, but, you know, it kind of comes with the territory, Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I think on my part, I feel like sometimes I get judged a little bit more than him just because I'm his wife. And at the same time, I'm a representation of him. Um, That's just like you telling your kids, you better behave while you're in school because they're going to think, yeah, you represent me. They're going to think that I'm not, you know, teaching you right at home kind of thing. Um, So it's like, that's how it feels sometimes. And even like even my mom, I remember when she first found out that uh, Travis um, was trying to be a minister so before he got his license, things like that. I mean, she would be like, so what are you wearing to church today? Make sure. <laughs> like, it's crazy. She's like, well, make sure, you know, it's, it's not above your knees and make sure it's not too tight because you don't want them looking at you funny. And I'm like, ma, like, really? Yeah, it was wild. It's, it was wild. You know, it's crazy, especially to hear that from my mom. Yeah. But, you know, she wanted the best for me. And, of course, she didn't want people to judge me. Um, so it's like, it's a lot of pressure and a lot of weight on your shoulders to feel like you got to carry this big burden of, um, you know, exactly. Pleasing people being this perfect person. And I had to come realize, you know, God told me, he was like, listen, you are not like these other ministry wives. You do not have to walk around here with these church hats on these long dresses, this whole like one piece, (laughs) like, that's not me like i'm i'm different for one i'm younger um we're we are millennials in in ministry so it's completely different i'm not going to dress the same of course i'm not going to you know come as i am and walk in there crazy but you know i try to present myself in a way that does represent him but i also want to make sure that i'm being myself that i'm not doing it just to please people and get looks on how they think that I should act and how I should look. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a, a lot because people definitely judge you. We judge each other in the world yeah. now. So just imagine, you know, the title that you hold in a church or something, it, it's like on another level. But it's also my responsibility as her husband to shut that down. You know, like uh, it's been times that they would say things. I'm like, look, you know, she's she's my wife or she's my fiance, whatever. And she is who she is. She's not disrespectful. She's not this, she's not that. But that's my wife. And you're going to respect her in the same light that you respect me. You feel me? Oh, like, yeah. You can't, you know, we can't allow that to continue. Having, yeah, you're my church family, but hold up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a hold up moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and there's been times that I, I've stood before the people and I've said, you know, you hurt her, you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, you hurt me, you hurt her. 
so think about that you know so right and I just remember when you had posted something and you put sorry this isn't churchy and I'm just like man you shouldn't have to do that you know like you should yeah, be able to live your life <laughs> <laughs> the way you can not saying you know you want to go out and just be posting all this random crazy stuff but you know just even posting a little video of your wife cooking you know that should be okay <laughs> right they should want like, to know. see you you know glorifying your wife seeing right. that we're normal people right <laughs> like i listen i listen to r&b i listen to rap i yeah. you know i i listen to that music and i shouldn't have to feel and i'm not you know i'm not ashamed of it but sometimes yeah i, I feel like i have to put a disclaimer out just to i guess let them know hey be be aware this is <laughs> yeah, the thing it's it shouldn't even be like that though because right. uh, although you are a minister and heavily involved in the church that doesn't mean that you're not a normal human being outside of that like right i think a lot of people exactly. misinterpret you know those who are in ministry as if they can't listen to r&b they can't listen to rap oh you're a reverend right. why are you listening to rap What's like I can't, wrong I can't with have a beat, I can't have a rap. beat or a tank playing. Yeah, in the that's it's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> did you see what cast the hat on? Did you see who he had on? Me, the, he had on a hoodie, girl. Man. It was Tuesday evening, and he had on a hoodie in Walmart. <laughs> I had, come on, I man. gotta, I gotta, I gotta get the Templar Man and David Man album. I <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. That's that's so crazy. <laughs> So, so my final question for y'all, and this is a, a big question that's out there in the world that a lot of people um, essentially like to discuss, rather, and somebody had posed it to Antoinette and I about a topic that we should, you know, mention on a podcast, and y'all are perfect, you know, I think y'all are perfect, you know, to discuss this, and that's celibacy. Uh, yeah. Something that when me and Antoinette first started dating, we, we, it was a thought. We attempted it, but it did not last long, and we ain't perfect. So, yeah, of course, we had sex before we got married. Obviously, we had a, a daughter in the works before we got married, but it is what it is. So what yeah. advice would y'all give to couples that are dating or um, whether even if they're single that, that are attempting or want to remain celibate until they get married? What advice do you think y'all can give to them? Um, Before we even kind of get into that I'm just gonna put this disclaimer out there we were not always celibate um especially like when we were like back in the day when we had like first met or whatever yeah. we was not perfect so I'm I'm not even you know gonna front and be like yeah the whole time yeah it's been a minute and we've had our, our trials our tribulations our bumps in the road so right. let's just clear that out in the air but um, once we once we got serious and we knew what we wanted to do, um, that was something that we we practiced, and it was it was hard. Like it was extremely hard. Probably the one one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life. And I say that because the flesh in us mm. is a terrible thing. Oh yeah. So um, you know we we have desires and temptations. And, you know, it's hard to say something and actually do it. Um, but I think we talked about this before and someone also wanted us to talk about it too because they had presented the topic to us. And so um, thinking about it, it's like one of the things that we can say is don't put yourself in a predicament where you're going to be tempted 
especially not knowing if you can handle that situation or not. If you're going to put yourself in a place where you are alone with someone, the mood is set, and candles you don't lit. know if you can. <laughs> right, candles lit. Tank clean. Um, he cooked you. He cooked you dinner. He gave you a little massage. Yeah. Like it's all over from there. So don't <laughs> don't put yourself in those kind of predicaments if you know that your flesh cannot handle that. You know, you go to the movies, you have your popcorn. All right, time to go home. Um, I'll see you after we get married kind of thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it's definitely truly hard. Yeah. So I I think um, for us, we had actually moved in before we got married. Um, please don't, don't call all the saints on us. But uh, <laughs> we moved in before we got married. And we remember going through marriage counseling. Our pastor said, you guys sure you want to do this? I don't know if this is a good idea. Um, you know, you got a, you got a nice looking husband. You got a fine wife, um, a future wife over here. And, you know, you two are in the same household. And the, you're not married yet kind of thing. And, yeah, we thought about it. We was like, well, maybe we shouldn't. But we knew that we were ready to really give this a go like we we knew that we're not doing that um but if we knew that we weren't ready physically like that wouldn't have happened yeah um so it's it's definitely hard because i remember i think one one night we got close and i was like all right i gotta go sleep on the couch (laughs) (laughs) Had to sleep on the couch in my own house, man. Crazy. <laughs> but you got to think about it, though. It, when you really get serious about God and about who you're with, you have to kind of ask yourself, who do I love more? Mm-hmm. Do I love God or do I love myself? Because it, really, it's about pleasing yourself at that moment to mm-hmm. kind of be, you know. Yeah, you're right. It, you know what I'm saying? Because you're like, man, my flesh, I, I, I need this. Mm-hmm. And you got to ask yourself, you know, who do I love more? And we that's what the conversation you know, we had. Like, you know, we, we really want our relationship with God to grow as our relationship grows as well. So it's like, okay, you know, yeah, we moved in together, but our willpower for God is so much stronger than our flesh. And so, you know, we prayed and, you know, we, we I was always working on something. And, you know, we're not saying temptation wasn't there, because temptation was always there. I mean... That's your wife. Well, that was you your future wife right. at that time. Yeah. Right. You know, this, this is my future wife. And I'm like, good gracious. And um, you know, seeing her and stuff. And so when those times came, I'm like, all right, I I'll see you tomorrow morning. I'm going on the couch. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, it, it is funny because you know, at the at, by the three o'clock in the morning, she'll come and cuddle up with me. And, you know, by the time I'm knocked out, so I ain't thinking about that. So, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is, but you just gotta know your your willpower, continue to pray with each other. And, you know, pray for each other and really be, ask yourself that question. Who do I love more? Because your destiny, you don't want to mess up your destiny. You don't want to mess up your future you, mm-hmm. you know, because of that moment right there. Yeah. I tried so hard. I, and it's funny, too, because I was like, you know, if Musa can do it with me, then we're like, he's the one. That's it. And so we right. tried a couple of times, but... <laughs> Musa, but the he's thing, that the little thing, <laughs> you, you try though, and that's and that's the thing. Like, I mean, you can say that you tried, and right. it's not like you know one force will listen. I don't care what you want, <laughs> but this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and 
and the, th- the thing about God is he is a forgiving God. Yeah. And, you know, no matter what mistakes we make, he is going to continue to forgive us. And people judge each other so much based on if they they were celibate or not. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, I only did this and I only did that. It don't matter. It don't matter. Sin is sin. It don't matter what you do. No sin is greater than the other. So, you know, I hate when people kind of downplay someone for, you know, not sticking through being celibate because, I mean, come on, it's truly hard. It's not an easy thing to do. But, you know, the the thing is you you tempt it. (laughs) Also this this for you guys and and for anybody else, you knew, you knew that that was the one. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like you were just in another dating s- scenario or another relationship. You knew already. Just this, this the one. Mm-hmm. I remember when Musa texted you. I remember yeah. when Musa slid through DMs. <laughs> we left church that left day. Left church. <laughs> it's, he already knew. Yeah. And so, you know, and then when you asked him, you know, and he said, yeah, okay, I'm down with that, whatever he said. You you had a feeling. You had a different feeling, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, and that's like, the sad okay. part. Like, when he said, yeah, it just, like, oh, man. So, he actually, like, honors, you know, my right. wishes of wanting to be celibate. So, it just made me even more, like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just, all right. Just cool. so y'all right. know. Just so y'all know, because she tried to say, you know how Moose is. It was not me that gave the okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> It was her. So look, my, my advice to those that's trying to be celibate is if if you want to be celibate, essentially at the end of the day, you just gotta be serious about it. And when I say serious, right. I mean like you gotta you gotta pray. I'm talking about every day, all day. On your knees. Because that, that time when we was trying, while well, I was praying to the to the Lord above, like, oh my god. <laughs> I want to do it for her because I know she the one, but God, I need you to help because my hormones is crazy. Yes. I'm only 21. What you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) So, so fellas, if you go, if you, if if your, if your girl's wish is to be celibate, pray, man, pray and have that, that commitment and just don't put yourself in that situation where you, hey, when you start kissing, if your, your drinks start getting hard, you better stop. Oh my god! Hey, I'm just being serious. Boy, you feel that that boy rising up? You better back it up. Go to the church, couch. Look, church hook. Right, church right. hook. <laughs> we, gonna, we gonna hit the wood then. Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's all that's all the questions that we had tonight. Um, I did want to you know open the floor up for y'all. Um, for those who don't know, you know what y'all actually have going on. Y'all have y'all own. Um, ministry. I want y'all to go ahead and shout that out for the people. Definitely. Um, make sure you all tune in to us. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Ministry and Love. Um, we also have our blog, ministryandlove.com. On Facebook, every Saturday at 9 p.m., make sure you tune in. We go live. We have questions and answers, um, topic suggestions, and we just make sure that we connect um, with other couples, with singles, who are involved in ministry. You don't have to be a minister. You can just be involved in the church and just love God and want to, you know, do things the right way. You can be in the Kool-Aid um, ministry. You, yeah, you can be in the Kool-Aid ministry. <laughs> 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 but definitely tune in. It's, it's very interesting. Um, 
we just try to keep you guys intrigued as much as possible. Um, so yeah, just check us yeah, out. This week, this Saturday, we're gonna talk about uh, the struggle, like kind of how you deal with going through the struggle with each other, and we're also gonna pull out and kind of go over the Ten Commandments that uh, Ashley had wrote that I thought was pretty good. So it's gonna be a good episode, and I hope everybody can tune in. Ministry and love. And also, shout out to you guys for what you guys are doing. This is outstanding. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it. So, so proud of y'all. This is amazing. Did y'all have any lasting advice for our our married couples, dating couples, singles out there? Um, Be supportive to your significant other. You know, be their backbone. That's one of the things that I, I had to learn with Travis is sometimes we think that our significant other is so strong just from the looks on the outside but you know sometimes they're not as strong as they look especially when it comes to ministry ministry is hard it can tear you down sometimes you may not have the support like you would like especially from those in the church to mm-hmm. be their backbone be be their support be their their cheerleaders um whether you're in ministry or not you have to be your spouse's cheerleaders definitely and for me um this is just a little activity for everybody to Draw a triangle on your piece of paper, put God at the top, put you at the bottom left or right, whichever one. And then on the other side, put either a question mark if you're single or your significant other if you're in a relationship that's serious or your spouse as well. And just kind of think about this is that as you get closer to God, whoever God has for you, for the singles, they're going to get closer to you and for your spouse and for those who are in relationship with each other you're going to constantly get closer to each other as you get closer to God. So mm-hmm. just kind of focus on that. All right. Well, we Good definitely advice. do appreciate that advice. Hopefully everybody takes that in stride. Well, thank you all again for joining the podcast yes, today. Thank you. thank you to everyone that listened in on our podcast today. Definitely want to give a big shout out and thank you to Travis and Ashley for hopping on with Antoinette and I. Um, I hope everybody that listened enjoyed the episode. Um, we definitely would appreciate any and all feedback. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us um, a review and rate us five stars. If you're listening on Anchor app, you do have the ability to support Internet and I as we continue um, more and more episodes with this podcast. Um, obviously, the year is coming to an end. Um, looking forward to a big 2019. Looking forward to speak with many other singles, dating, and married couples uh, here in the near future. And you all have a wonderful day. <laughs>